Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Produced by Allmont Global and in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide. Only two days ago, Tino Grenart, CEO of the Ertke Collection of Masterpiece Properties, starred in such a stylish video presentation that honestly it could have won an Oscar just for that. I suspect it was produced by his communications advisor, Simon Negus, who's only recently joined him. Anyway, this presentation unveiled the fact that Ertke Collection is going into Capri. It is taking over the classic 1882 vintage Albergo La Palma. And when it reopens, April 2022, it will be down to 50 marvelous keys, of which 18 will be beautiful sweets. Colors will be terracotta, light blue, and pale green. There will be superb food by Gennaro Esposito, a Campania chef with two Michelin stars. And he'll be doing the main restaurant, and he's also going to do a rooftop restaurant and bar. Oh my goodness, can't wait. But, yes, we have to. I invite you all now to listen to the conversation that I have had with Timo Grunart, sharing his thoughts on Ertke Collection and its masterpiece hotels. Over to you, Timo. I've always associated Ertke not only with luxury hotels, but also with humility and genuine kindness, which are words that you, Timo, use quite a lot. What do you see as the differentiation of your beautiful masterpiece collection? Yes, thank you, Mary. Um, well, you know, the, the question about differentiation, obviously, uh, it's, 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 it's probably the biggest one you can ask and, and Every company, everybody in this industry tries to find the right answer. I, as you said it, you know, you touched on 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 one part of the formula. I, I want to say for Edgar Collection, what what we'd like to do and what how we'd like to be perceived is offering a very rare combination of quality um, and attitude. And you know, when we you touched on on genuine kindness as a what I believe is a very strong impression um, uh, and uh, you know really a core of what we want to believe is our our DNA um, and, and that's related certainly to the attitude part internally we add also family spirit to this uh, to this part of the equation so genuine kindness family spirit um, a certain elegance which is first and foremost a state of mind. This is how we would like to come across as, as people and as hoteliers. 
but there is this other thing to the formula, which is uh, quality, uh, exceptional quality. And we, um, as you know, we we use one word to describe that, uh, which is the word masterpiece. And we still believe after so many years that it describes so nicely in, in, in just one word, all the things that, that, that come with it, uh, you know, the property, the location, the physical aspect. So, I mean, yes, the hotels, of course, live through their people. We all know that. But there is a hardware component to it. There, there's something, you know, when you arrive as a guest, uh, you look at something, you, you enter a gate, you enter a, um, a door. And how does this look? How does it, how does it feel? And so it's really this combination, what, what, what you see and what you feel. And uh, we, we, we believe that um, there are not too many real masterpiece hotels out there. There are some. Um, and uh, when you combine this with, with, with modesty, with a humble approach, um, with a genuine kindness, as you said, it creates something um, which, is, uh, which is very special. And our, our guests confirm that. It is interesting that masterpieces are generally associated with fine art that lasts forever, but they also keep up to date. So if you look at a modern piece, a, a, a Picasso even more up to date, uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat, for instance, they will last forever. And they're also indicative of their era. Now, you have some properties that go back, have great history, but you're also working on a brand new property. What can you uh, share about um, Geneva, Timo? Yeah, I mean, the, the Woodward is going to be our, our latest addition to our very small portfolio. As you know, today we, we only have uh, nine hotels as part of Edgar Collection Geneva. The Woodward will become hotel number 10. We couldn't be happier, you know, um, uh, especially in, I guess, times like these, uh, you know, to have uh, something uh, positive uh, around the corner waiting for you an opening like this hotel is it does something with the team it does something with me and we're all really excited uh, as you know it's a very small hotel uh, 26 uh, keys only all of them suites so it's going to be extremely um, exclusive in the, in the in the narrow sense of the word because there's just not a lot of uh, space um, uh, not a lot of rooms available and there, I, I tell you, so much um, passion and effort went into this project. And I know this is easily said, and it's said a lot of times, but, but it's, it's really one of these examples where it's very true. I mean, the owning company, they have worked on this project for, uh, I guess, six years, you know, from acquiring this building. And as I said, it's not huge. Okay? It's, it's not a massive development. Uh, but they've put so much work into it, into all the details, um, coming up with the right product, with the right concepts, with the right restaurants. Now they got got, got us on board as Edgar Collection to make it also very refined from, from a service uh, point of view. So it's, it's just one of these openings which doesn't happen every year. Um, and then we are, we are, we're super excited and proud about it. When you say... Uh, right, you said that word several times about your um, Geneva Hotel. 
How do you decide what is right? Because what is right for you in the Caribbean, for instance, is obviously different to what is right for you in Paris at the splendid Bristol where you have uh, Bastien Gonzalez, you have not only great wellness, you have the finest dining, but you also brought in there that casual, your casual restaurant to attract the art scene around. And this again allies to me your masterpieces with art and with living in general. How standard is your food product at uh, Erdke? In other words, um, somebody staying with you in St. Bart's is possibly going to have the same uh, breakfast offering as in Paris or not, Timo? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, a, it's a great question because, you know, when we, when we speak about masterpieces, as we, as we just did, the real question is, you compared it to, to, to art, which I, I find a very nice comparison, but if we stay within our hotel environment, uh, how does how does a hotel become a masterpiece and really above 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 it all there is individuality and and uniqueness um of of the place and the offering um you know you know at your collection we have created the brand in a way so that it's really an umbrella brand it doesn't take center stage it uh, it doesn't want to take center stage our our emotional elements are our individual hotels and you know we know our guests they build these strong emotional relationships to the hotels and why is that because they feel the hotel and nothing but the hotel so uh, a guest in paris um, feels and sees this parisian um, elegance if you are in london you see quintessentially british the Lanesboro, and if you're on St. Bart's, you're of course in a completely different mindset and, and environment. And as we do not have this hard brand, if I may say, we do not need to look for um, for synergies on that level. We do not need to look for 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 concepts that we share and roll out. No, everything you see is is tailor made, is bespoke for the place. So um, you will really not come across uh, anything, I believe, which reminds you um, a lot about the other hotels of the Oetker collection, except for one thing, which is the attitude component, which we touched on earlier. The this attitude, I, I would also say attitude component, the attitude, let's go back to breakfast, the attitude of the server is uh, paired with quality of uh, products. Were we to talk just about food, golly, the coffee at my room service breakfast when I was at the Bristol last time was just perfect and I've had that in all your hotels. Could we talk about uh, wellness for a minute? You have a Medispa in um, uh, Baden-Baden. How important is the wellness component 
to your masterpieces, Timo? Um, I would say, Mary, that again depends on the on the destination um, and and on the on the hotel and on the property. Uh, obviously, with Brenner's, um, I guess Brenner's was amongst the first hotels um, in the world to introduce this this spa name to the to the hospitality world um, in the 80s, early 80s. I mean, it's hard to believe when you when you think of it today. Mm. About 40 years ago, um, that's when really spa was was introduced as a concept. And of course, for Brenner's, the whole idea of of having um, you know the, the the spa idea, so to say. I mean, this goes back almost since the uh, foundation of the Brenner's, which is 150 years ago. So it, it's deeply rooted in the in the in the philosophy and the DNA of the hotel. And you cannot speak about Brenner's without thinking about spa and, and 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 feeling the importance of spa now you know when you when you look at other places i mean when you think of um uh, jambi bay in the caribbean eden rocks and barns um you are by the seaside by the ocean it's the the, the concept has to be um different and, and matching to the place um in uh, in paris our spa is is relatively small as you as you know it all boils down to the to the quality then of the of the treatment and to really take care of the client. So, what I would say is again, rather than developing a kind of a spa strategy, deciding if it has to be part of this group or not, and then rolling it out. Again, the approach is totally bespoke. What is right? What does the guest expect? And then serving the the needs. Which brings up again a question that. I have for you. Who is the typical guest across the whole collection? Age-wise, business or leisure, return guest, with family or what? Yeah. Um, I mean, again, with with when you realize how how different all our hotels are it's i guess easy to understand that they um they speak to slightly different demographics um that's that's a first general statement and if you want to look for for an extreme i mean the probably the people who spend um christmas on eden rocks and bars are slightly different than the ones who go to an uh, to an to an classic art concert and in Baden-Baden, but and here's the big but. Um, what I want to believe is that our guests they share um, they share one thing, and that's a that's their expectation on the quality and how they would like to be um, treated uh, and how they would like the hotel to. Um, to approach clients, how, how our colleagues want to uh, approach clients. Um, so again, it all boils down to this uh, combination of, of quality and attitude. Um, I'm absolutely sure you can present me uh, 10 completely different client profiles, um, probably of all the different hotels. And and we have done this exercise, by the way, that's why I'm not making it up, but we, we, have, we have asked our clients, our guests, and this was the outcome. You know, they they like this family spirit, which they feel no matter where they go. 
they like this um, genuine kindness and of course they like the quality um, but then beyond that they might have different expectations if, if they are you know a couple um, perhaps a little bit older or if it's, if it's a younger family you really will find everything there but people don't like to compromise on quality and they I'm don't thrilled, I'm thrilled about that quality one last comment you told me last time we talked Timo that a leader gets the people he or she deserves and you believe passionately in personal development how does somebody who comes from a financial background as you do so willingly and absorbingly understand the importance of people Yeah, um, to, to your main point, I mean, I, I, I want to underline this uh, again. Um, if, you, if you speak so much about attitude, uh, the way I do here in this, uh, in this podcast, and also, of course, in all my internal uh, meetings and conversations, the one question is, if you want the, our colleagues, our employees to develop a certain emotional connection with our clients because of their behavior um, and because of their philosophy, I want to say, there is one way of, of, of achieving this. You need a company culture who supports that because you cannot have a company culture which goes into a different direction and then you all of a sudden ask everybody to be genuinely kind. No, you have to be genuinely kind as a leader and as a leadership team. And of course, you have to ask yourself the question, and I did that uh, a lot of times, you know, what is purposeful leadership? Um, what is it to, to lead by example in this respect? How do you create a certain um, learning and development culture which is enriching? Um, because we all want to have that. I want to have such a culture as a leader. I want to translate that also to our teams. Well... Timo, as I said earlier, you never stop. And with the people that you are working with, Capri will be the most sensational property. And I am prepared to bet that by the time Capri opens in April 2022, you will have added at least the 12th and possibly even more properties, gorgeous masterpieces, to your collection. Talking to you, Timo, has really excited my awareness of how one-off quality products offer the caring market something special. And now, next week, I invite you all to join me again when I'm going to be talking to Marcus Bernhardt, who is the CEO of Steigenberger, which includes not only the Steigenberger brand, but also Intercity and is related to a myriad of other brands through its now Chinese ownership. Marcus understands 
so much about all aspects of travel, tourism and hospitality. He's been in the airline world. He's been in catering. And now, from his base back in Germany, he's going to share thoughts with me. So, see you next week. You've been listening to the Mary Gosselo Girl Ahead podcast, produced by Ormont Global and in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.